All right, week six of the NFL season is here. It's Honorado and Miller flying solo, Chris, this week. Uh, some guests to get to. Head coach of the RPI Men's Hockey Program, Dave Smith, with us on today's show. Uh, he is uh, getting his engineers ready for back-to-back -back road games at Maine to start the season. We'll catch up with Coach Smith. Uh, we're going to take you inside the brand new showroom at Alpen House, of course, our main sponsor here on the show, but uh, no business does it like Alpen House when it comes to ski and pool, boats, RVs, all of it. Brand new showroom in Amsterdam to show you as well. Really cool thing that uh, we're doing this month, of course, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, Novice and Performance Industrial teaming up to raise more than $50,000 with a traveling golf league. We'll show you some of that really, really cool stuff. And Austin Johns is the new Section 2 boys soccer goal scorer all time. We're catching up with the senior at Middleburg, Austin Johns, after he broke the record 140 goals in his high school career on the soccer field. Insane. We're going to talk with Austin as the show goes. But so much NFL to get to here. NFL hierarchy. Ash and I last week were like, I think it's the Bills. I think the Bills are the best team in the NFL. The fact they struggled in London, how much does that affect their ranking for us when you've got the 49ers and the Eagles, both 5-0, and the Chiefs, the defending champs, of course, with only one loss this season as well. Chris, flying solo here on Honorado and Miller. Let's go. This is Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpen House. Yeah, like I said, we'll take you inside the uh, brand new showroom at Alpen House in Amsterdam. But this is where we start. This NFL hierarchy. Which team takes this top spot for you? I said it last week. Ash and I were like, I think it's Buffalo because Buffalo was just coming off that win over the Dolphins. And I mean, it was a dominant victory, especially in the second half. And then Buffalo loses to Jacksonville in London. That big of a deal that they lose when you have to go. I think they arrived in London on Friday and played Sunday. I mean, Sean McDermott and his staff were thinking, hey, let's stay stateside as long as we possibly can. I like to get over there, get acclimated, practice over there, and wake up ready to go Sunday. Buffalo was listless, really, for the most part. So, I've got it down to these three teams. would love to hear what you think. I left Miami off, and as you know, I, I love Miami. I picked Miami to win the division this year, the AFC East. But the Chiefs are the defending champs. After that opening night loss to Detroit, they haven't lost. They're 4-1. Mahomes is still a beast. Kelsey is questionable for this week, so we'll see what happens. But it's Denver on a Thursday night at Arrowhead. No problem. Chiefs will be 5-1. Eagles and Niners haven't lost yet, right? We talk about how loaded the AFC is. That was the conversation before the season even started, is that you know the NFC is the inferior conference, and maybe you're going to tell me, hey, the NFC is top-heavy with Philadelphia and San Francisco. But either way, those are the only two undefeated teams left in football, and they're in the NFC. The defending NFC champs in Philadelphia, the 49ers, a team that made it to the NFC championship game last year, and now obviously they're fully healthy. They look like the best team. 
San Francisco looks like the best team. Now, out of respect for the Chiefs being the defending champs and having Patrick Mahomes, I will say Kansas City probably deserves the top spot. This is where I hedge a little bit, and I'll go back to what I did last week, where I hedge a little bit because you you have to respect the champs. So Kansas City, the top team in the league still, okay, I'm good with that. I'm not going to put up an argument. But if you said they're going to play on a neutral field tomorrow, I think I'm taking San Francisco. Now, Mahomes elevates any team to a a place where you have to just figure they're going to be in the game, right? Mahomes never going to get blown out of a football game. But the Niners are so well-rounded. The scheme is so perfect for Brock Purdy. It just feels like I would take San Francisco on a neutral field. And that's over Philadelphia, too. I really thought that if Purdy were healthy enough to play the entire NFC Championship game, the Niners would have been in the Super Bowl last year. Would have been a heck of a game that, that kind of wasn't. Um, but these are three really, really good teams. I, I would slide Miami in there too. I, you know, I don't know where you think the uh, the Dolphins fit in, but but yeah, okay. Sam likes San Francisco right now too. All right. And Nicole says that she either agrees with Sam on that or that Sam threw this out here. Going to beat the Eagles on Sunday. Yeah, Nicole saying, yeah, going to beat the Eagles. Going to give Philadelphia its first loss of the season. Woo, okay. We're, are we all of a sudden Zach Wilson believers? Jets, gangrene nation? What are we? Why are we landing on the side of the Jets on Sunday against Philadelphia? I think I like the Jets to cover. We'll talk about that. We've got our week six picks coming up. It's a six and a half point spread. You know I love some home dogs. Uh, But we're on Zach Wilson now. We're believers that he can get a team past the Philadelphia Eagles. That's where I struggle. That's where I struggle. Like who is going to lead that game-winning drive if you need it? Nancy's in on the Jets. Whoa. I mean, we, you know, different time slot for us here. Usually 6:30 on Thursday nights. Now doing the afternoon here, and we're getting some Jets love. Interesting. Okay. I agree. Wilson played well against the Chiefs. Wilson played well against the Chiefs. And they get the win in Denver. But that was a defensive win. That was a defensive win. Uh, listen, I'm not rooting against Zach Wilson. Uh, Tim's on the Dolphins. Yeah, hey, Tim, I, I said it. Miami's going to win that division. I said it before the season started. Give me the Dolphins. Best team in the NFL right now? I don't know. I don't know. All right, Adam's a Cowboys fan. That thing was ugly on Sunday night, huh? Dak wants his extension. Adam says don't give it to him. I agree. I, I don't think I don't think I would give Dak an extension at this point. Uh, they traded for Trey Lance. Remember, Trey Lance is on that roster now. Let's see what Dallas decides to do. Uh, to Adam's last point there, though, that he thinks his Cowboys are on upset alert. I like Dallas this week. The NFL is such a week to week league. We overreact all the time. I think Dallas going to LA is in a good spot. They got embarrassed on national television. They get another national TV spot, a Monday night game against the Chargers. I like the Cowboys. And and I think it really starts to unravel now for Brandon Staley. Talk about two head coaches on the hot seat, McCarthy and Staley. Whoa. 
that one's going to be interesting between the Cowboys and Chargers. Yeah, that's that's going to be good. All right, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, and we'll get to the baseball in a second. Sam is a Mets fan. He has to be loving this. Although, I don't know, can you root for the Phillies if you're a Mets fan? Yeah, my Braves are in big trouble. There's no doubt. We do the show live on a Thursday. If you're watching us on TV, as it hits TV on the weekend, you already know the result of that Braves-Philly series, most likely, uh, unless Atlanta can push a uh, fifth and deciding game on Saturday night. Braves are in trouble. And that is the subject of my performance industrial dirty, difficult, done. These top seeds in Major League Baseball's playoffs sitting around for a week. Look at it, how it has affected those teams, the Dodgers, the Orioles, and the Braves. We're back with the performance industrial dirty, difficult, done right after this on Honorado and Miller. What kind of stories that's been told on you That may be a lot of things in life you used to do If you can't give true love to me, I'll understand Just do the best you can The Globe Ultra, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories And now, back to Honorado and Miller Sponsored by Alpen House. All right, here we go. And I'm at Novice, by the way. We will take you to Alpen House in Amsterdam. I'm hanging out at Novice Clothing Company's headquarters, though. You see the sweet gear set up behind me. Uh, if you need team apparel, uniforms, or just fan gear, if you need corporate wear, these are the people for you. Novice Clothing Company, Nick, Garrett, Bernardo, the brothers who are doing big, big things here with Novice. Let's go. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. Bill Miller, Sean Wilcoxon, that great crew at Performance Industrial. Here it is for me. Major League Baseball needs to be done with the long layoff for top seeds. A lot of people say, yeah, but you get the time to rest your pitcher, set up the rotation. Ask the Dodgers if they care about setting up the rotation. Last year and this year, gone in the divisional round. Ask the Orioles if they care about getting time off, resting, having their rotation ready, swept, gone. 101 wins for the Orioles. Out. Ask the Braves last year and this year if they care about getting some rest, setting up the rotation, knocked out by the Phillies last year, on the brink of elimination to the Phillies this year in the divisional round. It's not working. It's not working. And instead of the top seeds being rewarded the way sports are trying to, right? Baseball baseball isn't ill-intended here. They're saying, hey, we are trying to give the top seeds an advantage because you've earned it. But it isn't. Baseball teams don't sit around for five or six days in the regular season. It is so out of whack for these players. It's, it's so irregular that the Braves tried to simulate 
game atmospheres. Forget like, and last year they did, you know, live pitching and that type of thing. They had fans at Truist Park on the off days to get ready for this divisional round against the Phillies. It's not working. Phillies came in with all the momentum in the world after a wild card sweep, two games. They're red hot. And and look, I, I also just think, admittedly, it's a bad matchup for the Braves. However, are you telling me the Diamondbacks are a team that would just ordinarily sweep the Dodgers three straight? No. Are you telling me that the Rangers are a team that would ordinarily sweep the Orioles this year? No. No, the Orioles, they weren't swept all season. And they get swept in their first playoff appearance. Didn't get swept all regular season. And what happens? They sit around for five days. They take on a Rangers team with a lot of momentum from winning the wild card series. And Baltimore is bounced. It's a problem. Baseball needs to do something about it. My guess is that we're going to get another playoff team. I don't know as soon as next year, but soon. And that that's a revenue builder for baseball. So I'm not going to say no to that. And then what you're going to get is all eight teams playing, right? That I, I, just, I just think it's the only way to really make it happen. Adam, man, you aren't kidding. The problem is Real Muto's beating them. Castellanos hit two home runs. That lineup is deep, man. Bohm's not a bad play. I just... I don't know that there are enough holes that you can pitch around him. Let's find out. If Spencer Strider on Thursday night, let's find out. Okay. I, I don't hate this. Now, you know this will never happen, but I like talking about uh, limiting the number of playoff teams. I like talking about instead of expanding playoff, uh, expanding leagues, I like talking about reducing the number of teams in the league. Now, that never happens. Games will never be reduced. Teams will never be reduced. It's not how you make money. So I love the idea, Sam. But uh, but it's not going to happen. They will add a team before they take away a team. That's for sure. Mike's got a football question here. I'll entertain it. We'll go back to the dirty, difficult, done in a moment. Hey, listen, when I fly solo, I'm bouncing around, baby. Let's let's do it all. Uh, I like the over or the under. Tonight's Thursday night football game. Kelsey going to play. Uh, I like the over. I like the over. Kansas City at home. Definitely going to score some points. Uh, and, and look, Denver, if you look at Russell, they're one and four. It's not a good football team. And the fire sale will happen. I think it's a real possibility Jerry Judy gets traded. What do you, why do you need that receiver on a team that just isn't going to win games? They've already cut uh, Frank Clark, or they're going to look to trade Frank Clark, the defensive end, the pass rusher. The fire sale will happen. Um, so, but Russell Wilson is playing well. They'll score points, and the Chiefs, well, you know, will score points. I'd go over 47, man. I really thought that these Thursday night games would lack scoring, but that hasn't necessarily been the case this year. The second halves have been big. So look out for the second half, I would say, in tonight's game um, as teams kind of get into the flow after a short week. This is funny. Hey, you know what? I like when people have a little bit of sympathy for me as my team is struggling. I appreciate that, Adam. 13-year-old son knew more Diamondbacks players than he did. That's a good lineup. 
Arizona's got a good lineup. I said it to Ash. We were watching one of the Diamondbacks-Dodgers games. I said, this is a good lineup, especially 1-2. Like Corbin Carroll, Cattell Marte, 1-2. Outside of Acuna and Albies, I don't I don't think there's a better 1-2 in baseball. If Freddie Freeman's hitting second, you got Betts and Freeman, I stand corrected. But that's that's a good that's a good Diamondbacks team. So anyway, back to my dirty difficult done here. I'm done with it. <laughs> it's frustrating. Baseball needs to be done with it. You end the regular season on a Sunday. Everybody, everybody plays again on either Tuesday or Wednesday. At most, two days off. The only time in the regular season a team has as many as four or five days off in a row is the All-Star break. And you see the way teams kind of sputter out of the all-star break. It's not working baseball. It's not working. I don't know how quickly it changes, but it will change because there's, there's going to be enough and forget from people like me, it's going to be enough of an uproar from owners, owners of the Orioles, owners of the Dodgers, owners of the Braves who say, what are we doing? We want our divisions. We want a hundred plus games. We should be rewarded. We're not being rewarded. This will change. There's no doubt in my mind this will change. All right, we'll take a quick – by the way, how funny is this? We did this last week. <laughs> last week we did this. And I could be 0 for 2. My original World Series pick was Padres over Blue Jays. Padres didn't make the playoffs. Blue Jays got bounced, swept. So I said, all right, here's my revised version. Braves over the Orioles. Orioles swept. Braves may not make it. Out of the divisional round. Unbelievable. Ash went Braves over Astros. Astros are looking good. Boy, the Astros are just always the safe bet or what? Always the safe bet. Mark's on the Phillies. Is that a wild scene in Philadelphia or what? The Phillies, after Wednesday night, are 26-11 and 11 at Citizens Bank Park in the playoffs. 26-11. and 11. It's the highest win percentage for any Major League Baseball team in the playoffs at home. Insane. Yeah, Mark, I know, man. Six home runs. It was painful. Man, it was painful. But, but that is a wild team. You go into that, say it's a buzzsaw. I mean, I don't see how Atlanta pulls it off. This is always the great if. And I, 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 I say this to myself when I'm in the car. Just get game four. Freed at home, game five. Man, I like my chances, but I don't see how they make it out. I don't see how they make it out alive from game four. I just don't. All right, we're going to come back here on Honorado and Miller. Conversation with RPI hockey head coach Dave Smith as the engineers start the season Thursday, tonight. They start the season at Maine. Whoa, hockey season's here. We'll talk some NHL as well. Back with Dave Smith in a second. Bella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. 
Fall in love with camping all over again at Alpenhaus RV. As another season comes to a close, we look back on a summer of sunsets, late night campfires, and countless memories. Extend the excitement with a new summer retreat for you and your family. All month long, find amazing deals on new and pre-owned RVs from the nation's top brands, like this 2024 Coachman Catalina for $162 a month, or this 2024 Keystone Cougar for $387 a month. Visit us in Amsterdam or Saratoga or online at alpenhousersv.com. Alpenhaus, your total camping outfitter. And now, back to Colorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. Back on Honorado and Miller, it's hockey season. I say this every single year, so coach, allow me to be redundant here. This season sneaks up on me every single year, and I think it couldn't possibly already be hockey season, but of course we're talking about the NHL season dropping the puck uh, a Wednesday night, and now college hockey gets rolling for you guys on Thursday, uh, back-to-backers up in Orono. How are you, man? I am, I'm doing great. I, uh, I feel great. It sounds like you've already been doing a lot of yelling on the ice. Is that a well, good thing or no? I'm, I'm not much of a yeller, um, but I did get the sinus cold that settled right here in my throat. And uh, um, those that do think that I yell are probably happy, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not a yeller. But it is exciting to, um, to have the season here. Um, actually, NHL goes tonight. Connor Bedard at Sidney Crosby. Um, it's, it's, it's terrific. The volume of hockey, it sneaks up on us because it goes from zero to a hundred pretty much in two or three days. College just opened on the weekend, NHL now, American league after, um, East coast league after that, you know, so yeah, we're excited. I appreciate you being, having me on here. A lot of road games to start this thing um and when i saw 34 total regular season games 15 of them at home i thought eh, you know I'd, i would always like more balance than that and actually i'd like more home games than road games but you get a lot of the road games kind of quote unquote out of the way coach and then you will in fact have a, a good bulk of games at home but what the, the early challenges to this schedule can you speak to that two games up in orono you're going to play bc and providence before you even hit the home ice as well yeah and, and the schedule i mean university of maine and and the black bears in their building um and our and our friends from novice those guys are main guys they i know they're going to be there it's homecoming weekend um those guys are uh are jacked up not just not just novice guys the the main people are going to be jacked up. It's one of the best environments. It's a it's college hockey. It's a really rocking place. And the Thursday Friday game is going to be uh, uh, it's going to be a terrific environment. And then you know we'll come home. Um, we'll we'll improve in the days that we're here. And we'll hit on the road again to play two top ten teams in in Boston College and Providence. So you know we'll be focused on us. I mean we just um, we return some experience. We've got a couple injuries, um, but most importantly, let's set the standard of what we want to do and win, lose, draw. We're going to benefit from playing these games. And, uh, you know, we, we've got we've got a little glimpse at what we can be playing against Union in a scrimmage and playing against Guelph. So I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to these games. And part of me wishes you could play every game at home and Part of the experience for college hockey players is to play in some of these um, rocking environments, just like the field house, but somewhere else. 
I love the idea of a Thursday game because, as we all know, in college, the weekend starts on Thursday. So it's kind of fun to have a Thursday game to just, well, for a lot of people, maybe the weekend even starts on Wednesday, but I, I digress. Um, if you saw my GPA, you'd say it was always the weekend. Uh, Coach, you talked about some of the experience that comes back here. When you go into a difficult environment like you will up at, up in Orono, um, who are some of those experienced guys you, you know, okay, we can be steady for most of the night, if not all of the night, because of them? Well, I work from the goalie out. I mean, Jack yeah. Thompson's been here three years. Um, on decor, you know, got C.J. Regula, who's coming in as a fifth-year player, played four years at Ohio State. We got Lori Surdy, who's been with us four years. Um, but they're not the only guys. Like Max Malinsky, in his sophomore year, he, he was PP1 QB last year. And now he's returning knowing that he's PP1 QB again. So... Um, then as we get up front, you know, John Beaton's in his fourth year. Jake Gagno's in his fourth year. Austin Heideman is in his fourth year of college. Um, all of those guys have eligibility left as well, with the exception of Regula. Um, Dovar Tinling, while he's only played two exhibition games with us, has already played a year and a half at another school. So um, they shouldn't be wowed by the experience. They've been in other vicious environments. And now that we have the experience off the ice and, and in, in the classroom and all those things, we want to take those lessons and put them into our preparation and gameplay on the weekend. Do you feel, let me just ask the question, how far removed do you now feel from the pandemic, which greatly interrupted um, the success this program was having? Do you feel like we're, we're far enough removed now Yes, the transfer portal is a is a different hurdle, but we've had the ice time we need to be prepared for a season. You just talked about all the experience these guys have of actual games in consecutive seasons. Well, um, we're not we're not all the way removed from COVID um, because uh, and, and the guys that we lost, we got really good in nineteen twenty. Yep. Um, and then COVID shut the world down. Um, but what happened to us is the foundation, the, the guys that were future captains, the guys that were future, um, you know, locker room leaders and had the experience, they went away. Um, you know, we, we had a decent return in 21-22 with no fans, um, but we, we lost the foundation and we couldn't sequentially build our guys up. Now, I feel very good about where we are in almost a new rebuild post-COVID. Um, and we don't talk about COVID in the room. and We don't talk about, hey, this is where our team is at. But on this platform, when we're talking about our team and the history um, and, and the future, I'm really excited about where we are and what we return. But I'm even more excited about some of the prospects, the commits, and what we've got building for the future. Um, the momentum for campus, which you know, obviously starts with our president, new AD, we add an assistant coach. There's a lot of momentum building, and I think our guys feel that. But now we got to play on a Thursday without the past and COVID, the excitement of the future. we got to live in the moment right now and do our best right there. 
head coach gets prime seating on a long bus trip, any bus trip for that matter. But but who's a guy you would really like to avoid having to sit next to for like six, seven straight hours on a bus? <laughs> um, I sit in the same spot. I'm back second, second seat on the left. I can see the speedometer uh, on the bus driver. Just make sure we're safe. Um, who yaps too much on the ice where you'd say, I don't want to be stuck next to that guy for six straight hours. You know what? Um, a bus trip is so different. We don't even do movies anymore. The guys are all playing video games against yeah. each other. And every once in a while you hear a cheer and you're like, what the heck are those guys doing? And, you know, they're racing cars on their phones or doing something like that. And, um, and our guys do do study. Um, it's a pretty quiet bus for the most part. And, up front we're, we're i think it's more them trying to avoid us than us trying to avoid them we we like all of them they're all welcome to come join us but uh i don't think they want to sit behind the coaching staff and then the other group yeah um how much are you on a tablet looking at video thinking maybe even about recruiting i mean do, do you or, or is this like a quiet time for you to be in transport where you're not stuck behind a computer or at a desk well it's a great question and it's a great question because um we're on the phone we're on the tablet we're watching video we're doing pre-scout maybe for a next opponent we're working ahead we just in the college season the way staffs are built to win with the amount of workload we can't take the days off we can't take a bus ride off but it's a great question because when you're on the bus and you get that little vibration going and you sit back in your seat and the video comes on, nobody's watching if you fall asleep. Yeah. So I've been known to have a nap or two on the bus um, with the laptop on the computer with the phone in my hand. Um, so it's actually a pretty, uh, pretty comfortable place to work. That's cool. Um, last couple of questions here. When you go to Boston Providence, great Italian food in both towns, north end of Boston, Providence has good Italian. When you plan some of these road trips, which is they are business trips, I get all that. But for kids, sometimes a little bit of an escape is never a bad thing, right? Are there other things you attach to some of these trips in any way, Coach? Excuse me. Occasionally we do. Occasionally, you know, that the ultimate experience was when we went to Alaska. Yeah. We went there for 10 days um, and in between four games, right, two games and two games, we went – dog sledding we went to a place called the turtle club we went to the hot springs and it made a lot of sense on that business trip um, on this business trip i'm actually not sure because it's still two weeks away and i haven't talked with our ops guy ryan michelle who does a great job um if we've got any dinners planned um, we often do i mean the fun part of this job is running into alumni and we have a lot in the boston area um, getting out to a nice restaurant to eat um, and do those things. So we often try to um, on the on the night before the first game. But once that game starts, it's it's go time, right? It's uh, game day is a work day, very much uh, creatures of habit and routine. Um, so we do get one chance maybe on the night before um, if we get in early enough. I'd send somebody to get cannolis from Mike's at least in Boston. That way you don't have to worry about leaving uh, the hotel or the uh, arena to do something like that. Coach, thank you, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, like I said, hockey season's here. It's uh, it's good stuff. Um, this is an RPI program. Like you said, it's 
had the foundation was there. You were building stories above that, and now the foundation is back, it certainly sounds like, and that's how the team played last year for sure. Uh, didn't even mention a couple of notables here. Mazzotti gets drafted in the NHL. Um, you had two assistant coaches win gold at World Championships in the offseason. I mean, there's a lot happening with this program that's uh, that we could talk about for, for much longer, and I know we will as the season goes. Yeah, I, I, I really – feel great about the trajectory. Um, I wish we were at the top and still climbing. We got to get to the top to climb, but uh, we may, we may, we've added a third coach. Who, uh, we have added a third coach, Carlos Zernis, who um, he's got a chance for medals as well. He'll be part of the world junior team from Latvia. So um, I've got a great staff. We work really well together. Um, I look forward to talking more hockey with you and um, obviously um, Ashley as well. Um, love what you guys are doing. I, I, I know I, I watch it when I can, but I appreciate the chance to talk RPI hockey. All right, Dave. Thank you, buddy. Good luck at Maine. Thanks, guys. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. All right, back on Honorado and Miller. I am in, I am in, hello. I'm at Novice. A um, couple of things coming off that Dave Smith conversation. Let's talk a little hockey, huh? Quickly here. Connor Bedard gets an assist, a point in his uh, NHL debut. Love seeing that. Uh, Ovechkin chasing Gretzky. Will it happen this year? Will a Canadian team win the cup? See people picking the Edmonton Oilers to win it all. Um, so some good stuff. Devils get going on Thursday night. They're going to score a lot of goals. Can they keep anybody out of the goal is the question. That is is the question that was the issue against carolina my goodness i think we're still talking football here is this the dolphins here gotta be gotta be yeah hey listen nobody's overlooking miami picked them to win the afc east uh, I did have them losing the afc championship game if we get to that but as you know with my predictions they're so bad that you certainly shouldn't rely on them at all um, we've talked about uh, the big changes that have happened at Alpenhouse. Can't wait to take you behind the scenes for that. We've got our NFL Week 6 picks still to come here. And Austin Johns, the new all-time boys soccer Section 2 goal-scoring champ, is on the show. Yeah, we're doing some high school soccer. Middleburg, senior. What a story. 140 goals in his career. Back right after this on Honorado Miller. Camping all over again at Alpenhouse RV. As another season comes to a close, we look back on a summer of sunsets, late night campfires, and countless memories. Extend the excitement with a new summer retreat for you and your family. All month long, find amazing deals on new and pre-owned RVs from the nation's top brands. Like this 2024 Coachman Catalina for $162 a month. Or this 2024 Keystone Cougar for $387 a month. Visit us in Amsterdam or Saratoga or online at alpenhouserv.com. Alpenhouse, your total camping outfitter. 
And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. All right, here we are at Alpen House, Route 30 in Amsterdam. We've been here plenty of times before. You know that. But we're going to give you the look here, first look, at this brand new showroom in Amsterdam. I mean, this is already the company, right? The family-owned business. It just does it better than anybody else in the 518 when it comes to skis, when it comes to snowboards, when it comes to pools, spas. And as you walk in, I mean, this is now what the showroom looks like. And look, we've been here plenty of times before, right? So you remember kind of a little bit of the divide that was in this showroom. And now it's just wide open, completely different shopping experience for people. Still kind of the same layout you would expect, right? We're getting ready for the ski season. They are ready here at Alpenhaus in Amsterdam. But you no longer have to access kind of a different part of the building to be able to check out the whirlpools, the grills, the patio furniture. It's year-round here now at Alpenhaus, and it's just such a totally different feel to this place obviously new modern but fully accessible year-round because look sometimes you think let me buy a jacuzzi now because it's probably cheaper or let me get the patio furniture now but i want to see it i want to sit in it i want to know exactly what i'm getting and that's what you can do here at alpen house now the grills are out big green egg weber They've got the Halo pizza ovens, which are really, really cool. All the accessories you would possibly be, possibly need as well. If you're a grill master, I am not, but I'm jealous of the people who are. Wellis is such a big, big brand right now in the uh, Whirlpool jacuzzi hot tub space. Check this guy out, huh? Incredible. So this, is, this has always been the place to come for whatever you need, uh, skis, snowboards, snowmobile. There's one out here in the showroom or just winter gear. You need the jackets, the snow pants, the gloves, um, a helmet, goggles, whatever, all that stuff, right? This has always been the place to come. And then, of course, for all the summer stuff as well, but now even more so because, like I said, it's just a year-round shopping experience for everything you possibly need. This is kind of the grand reopening we are showing you, and they're even working outside. This is the beauty of it. Look at this. Putting the grill and the halo stove on display, the big green egg, ready to go as well. They do it big here. They do it big here in Amsterdam, and we love being here uh, every single month with Honorado and Miller. Those NFL picks, week six, still to come. Six games on the slate this weekend. Hey, we were good last week. We were hot, so we're we're feeling good going into our picks this week. But six games, so a little more of a challenge. We'll see how that goes. We'll give you a little more of a look here at this brand-new showroom and everything it has uh, on News Channel 13. A little upstate of business. You guys are familiar with that segment. We will uh, we'll give you a little more of an inside look. But here's the wall of skis. There isn't a single brand, a single design that Alpenhouse does not have here in Amsterdam. 
And if for some reason there's something you want that they don't have, they can absolutely get it. One thing here that's really cool, and I know that we've talked about this before on the show, but the Winter Steiger. This is a machine you will not find anywhere else in the 518. You want your skis master fitted, the edge you absolutely want for whatever mountain you like to ski. That's where you get it done. Jamie Georgelos is the manager here. Seek him out. Great sales staff here in Amsterdam as well. Come on out to Alpen House. Tell them we sent you on Honorado and Miller. Back with those NFL picks next. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through product and purpose. Claim your crown. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. All right, here we go. Back on Honorado and Miller uh, at Novice. What a space Alpenhaus has, huh? Really, really cool. Let's go. Uh, no time to waste. We're already running over a little bit in terms of how I had things scheduled out. That's the problem. When it's just me by myself, I just talk forever. Need Ash to keep us on track, and uh, we don't have her this week. So here we go. This is last week. This is last week. Buffalo, yes. Baltimore, no. New England, no. Kansas City, New York. We did okay last week. We did okay. Well, the record's coming in. Here we go. 13 and 11. Four and one. Feeling good after that. 13 and 11. Ash is sitting at 500 after an over 500 week as well. Here are our games. Ash may not be here, but she still has her picks in. We both like the Jags. No Anthony Richardson. He's going to miss a month or two for Indianapolis. Uh, and I know you're telling me, hey, this is Minshew's revenge game. Minshew Mena, it's a real thing. But we like the Jags. I think last week gets them kind of going a little bit here. Trevor Lawrence playing better. Get Calvin Ridley the football. Let's go, Jags. We both like Jacksonville to cover the three and a half. Seahawks Bengals, super interesting game. But I'm going to take the home team in a one o'clock game with the West Coast team coming kind of east to the Midwest, to the Midwest, right? Give me the Bengals here. I think that I know it was Arizona, but the Bengals looked like a team that figured stuff out last week. Burroughs healthy. Give me the Bengals to cover just a field goal, two and a half. Yeah. We're both on the Eagles here. Whoa, we're in lockstep so far. Jacksonville, Cincinnati, and now Philadelphia. Eagles to cover six and a half on the road at the Jets. I think people are riding a little too high on, on the Jets right now. Back down to earth on Sunday. Eagles come in, stay undefeated, win by at least a touchdown. Lions at the Bucks. We're both on Detroit here now. Bucks are four and one, people. But we like Detroit. Detroit is starting to play some bully football. David Montgomery. Whoa. If Chicago could have gotten that out of him or knew how to get it out of him, there's no way they would have let him go in free agency. Detroit's the real deal. They're good. Philadelphia, San Francisco, Detroit. 
Lions are good. They'll win by at least four at Tampa. Giants and the Bills, Sunday night are here. Ash going Giants, okay? Daniel Jones may not play. Saquon Barkley may not play. The offensive line is a mess from Neal to Thomas uh, all the way to the center Schmitz as well. 13 and a half is a lot. A lot of points to get, but I'm giving them. Buffalo will bounce. I talked about the bounce with the Cowboys. Buffalo will bounce back. A, a night game, prime time in Buffalo. Look out. Bill's big. Giants can't score. Giants can't score any points. Okay. I'm not like the Cowboys here. I talk, again, talked about the bounce. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. I think they win. I think they cover. Ash likes the Chargers, so we're a little bit different there at the end with the Giants and the Chargers. I'm on the Bills and the Cowboys. We're in lockstep every single game The the uh, before that. There is our weekly NFL pick here on Honorado and Miller. There you go. Four and one. I'm feeling good. Six games to pick this week. Good, good stuff. Okay. I um, want to show you something that's really cool that uh, is being done locally every summer now really and it's uh bill miller's squad of performance industrial and how he is raising money for breast cancer awareness month when you put something together that's a lot of fun and creates camaraderie and it's for a great cause you really can only see success from it first take <laughs> local businesses come together um, all to support a great cause and show that we are standing behind those that are fighting it's kind of really just drawn me in. It's a great group of people, great cause. I mean, everybody's been affected by cancer. This is our third year doing this, and to see the growth has been incredible. And uh, yeah, just grateful to, to be a part of this group. Part of our culture of our company, everybody understands that, you know, come October 1st, everybody knows it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. The employees start asking where the shirts are and, you know, what are we doing and what, you know, what, what QR code do they have to scan? So, you know, everybody buys into it and gets really excited about it. It's amazing. I mean, we always are looking for uh, different foundations that we want to give back to, and this one obviously is an awesome one. Um, so we're just happy to be part of it. It's a really awesome uh, event. It's a you know, it's a summer long undertaking, and you know, a, a lot of stops along the way to get here. And uh, it's it's just been a pleasure and a blast and a great thing to be a part of. We'll get everyone together uh, after work, long work days, just get out on the golf course, have some fun. Uh, and give back to a good cause. I just think it it makes a lot of sense. The opportunity to take a, a team member or a, a client, um, it's just a very unique concept that has just worked really well and has been awesome for, for all of us, really. Both Nick and myself were really inspired by the uh, charitable uh, initiatives that Bill really gets behind in the team at Performance Industrial. So as young business leaders, we're always trying to, you know, look up to people that we can model our business after. So it's surrounding yourself with good people and um, doing things for all the right reasons. To be a part of a company that cares so much about giving back, it just, you know, makes you joyful about work and about what you do. What kind of stories that's been told on you That may be a lot of things in life you used to do If you can't give true love to me, I'll understand Just do the best you can Nicolo Ultra, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories And now, back to Honorado and Miller Sponsored by Alpenhaus. 
All right, I've been teasing it all show. We have a new all-time goal scorer in boys section two soccer. It is Austin Johns from Middleburg. He's our guest next here on Honorado and Miller. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. You've heard of unsung heroes. The men and women of NYSCOBA are the unseen heroes. For the past year, you've learned about our many charitable endeavors. Now it is my privilege to share with you the work performed by our members the 20,000 state correction and law enforcement officers shielded from view. They work in difficult and dangerous conditions and are an extension of the police who protect our neighborhoods. NYSCOBA honors New York's police and firefighters and salutes its own members who help deliver a peaceful night's sleep. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. Back at Alpenhouse, Sonorado and Miller, and this is the story of the week for sure. It's the story of the soccer season, no doubt. I guess maybe until we crown some sectional and state champions, but we have a new scoring champ in boys' section two soccer. Austin Johns, who's been tearing it up his entire career at Middleburg, is now at 140. And actually, although we do the show live on a Thursday, there are games to be played, I know, on Friday and, and and maybe even by the time this thing hits TV over the weekend. So I say 140 is the record, but at this point, maybe Austin's tacked on if you're watching us on TV over the weekend. I'm bringing him to the conversation. Austin Johns, the senior from Middleburg, man, 140 career goals. How does that sound? It's a big number, and I love everything about it. Uh, what is your season high? Out of out of all your years playing varsity and the 140, what's your record for just a single season? My single season record was my sophomore year. I scored 38 goals, and our team finished 15 and four. We made it to the sectional semifinals, so that was my individual best year. I would say I had 38. And you, you guys are rolling this year too. We are, um, yeah. 139 and 140 come in the same game this week. Uh, did you know how many you needed going into that game? Were you aware of of where you stood in relation to the all-time mark? Oh, yeah. I, I've been aware this whole season. So I've been just ticking them off game by game, waiting for the moment. Mom and dad are coaches. Are, are, how do they kind of, you know, what approach do they have to keeping you in the game, knowing, hey, let's not chase the number, let's chase the victory? Well, for uh, my dad being my coach, like more importantly, he's always, you know, dad first and he knows what's best for me. So uh, going into every game, you know, it's not really like a game plan just to get me the goals. Like we have a game plan to whatever it takes to get this team across the line in the end to win the games. And if that's me scoring no goals or me scoring three goals and if we're winning, then we're happy. So I've kind of just been going out and playing and just playing my game and letting that take me to where it's taken me. and. Eventually, 15 games in the season, I got to the the record, so that was pretty sweet. And you break the record at home. Uh, what did that mean for you to be able to celebrate it, not just with your teammates on the field, obviously, but uh, 
with the home fans, classmates, was, friends. Yeah, it was really, stuff. really special because obviously that field, I've been around that field my whole life, like my, from my mom coaching and my dad coaching. So I've literally grew up on those fields. So be able to, to break the record on those fields and celebrate it with my family was really, really special to me. And look, it, they don't necessarily ask you how you did it. It's just whether or not if you did it. And in hockey, we call it like a little bit of puck luck. But sometimes you need a little bit of a deflection that just kind of edges its way past a goalie, right? You yeah. score 140 of them. They're going to come in all kinds of different forms. Yeah. Uh, when you see the 139th go in and you know you only need one more and then 140, what was that moment like for you just to kind of – so you kind of run over to the corner and, and celebrate it um, to realize what you had done, all the work that went into it, obviously. Um, can you kind of give us a little bit of a perspective of the, the sense of pride that fills you in that moment, but but now, now maybe even 48 hours later with some time to reflect on it? Yeah, I think after reflecting, it's just really special to me to like see how my teammates are celebrating with me. And Obviously, individual achievements are great, but like the ultimate goal is to win stuff as a team. And this year, we were able to win our league championship, which is the first one of my career. So that's been the highlight of my career. And it was my dad's first league championship. So that was obviously the best part. But to have individual success and have my teammates like so, so happy for me and celebrate it with me, that's like really special to me to know that like my individual achievements to them are really special to them as well for them to be a part of it. So in the moment, like tying the record at 139 and then beating it, it was just kind of like a, like, wow, it's me doing this. And like, didn't really feel real. And like to reflect on it, it's just crazy to like, look at the, the record chart on Capital Region Soccer and be like, like, it's me that's going to be leading it for now. And it's just a really special feeling. What number do you have in mind when you're all said and done? What do you want that final number to look like? Uh, I don't really have a final number. I just want it to be enough to take this team to the top of where we can be. Um, obviously, like 150 would be cool just because that's a cool number. But, you know, I'll just I'll score as many as we need to be successful. And that's what I've done my whole career. And so far, it's done a pretty decent job. So. All right. You said first league title for you and dad, which is very cool. Um, mm -hmm. This program has always been good, though. So to kind of set that next standard um, from a team goal perspective here. If you've already done something this program hasn't done in a while, how much how much more can you do? I think up next is just trying to, to win the section title, which is something the boys programmer hasn't done since 1999. And obviously I've never done it. I've been to back-to-back -back semifinals. So it's just a matter of getting over the next hump and making it to the final. Uh, so, like, achieving the league championship has always been a goal of mine and a goal of my dad. So to be able to do it together my senior year was special. So to take it one step further and win the section title would be amazing, but uh, still a lot of work to do. So we'll see what happens. All right. Um, next year, you're weighing some options, I know. How much does soccer play a role in your decision? Soccer plays a massive role in my decision. I think I'm going to attend a college where uh, I know I'm going to I'm going to play and fit into the program. So ultimately, I'll know within the next few months after my high school career is all, is all said and done. And so wherever I'm going to you know, look to play soccer is where I'm going to attend college for sure. I love that. And every school you're considering has the program you want to go into, I assume, if you're already yeah. that far enough down your education track. Yep. 
Uh, do we want to get far away from home or we want to stay close to home? Um, I mean, I don't mind going out a little bit and kind of exploring things on my own. Not too far, you know, but a few yeah. hours, somewhere warm. I don't like cold weather, so. All right, then. Yeah, we got to we got to get out of the 518. Yeah. Um, <laughs> OK, what, what are the sibling rivalries like in the Johns household? Uh, we've been covering that last name for a little bit now. Um, it's honestly not, I mean, we're obviously, my brother and I are both very, very competitive, but, you know, to be completely honest, he's been my biggest supporter throughout this whole thing. And to have, you know, a big brother like him watch me have all this success and for him to just, you know, celebrate me through it and, you know, put me like up on this pedestal of it. It's really, really like special because like, we're obviously both really competitive and we, we want to win and, to you know see me have this success and see how happy it makes him is just i'm really lucky and incredible to have him as my older brother and support me through this it's really really special we did a story that included big bro during covid because uh he stepped up with some of his other basketball buddies to help out the bowling team uh it wasn't the prettiest thing i've ever seen on the lanes who's the better bowler out of the two of you definitely me Definitely me. I was a start. I was a starter on the bowling team, and he was not. So I'll take that. He's a better basketball player, but I'm the better bowler. Okay. Yeah. Good enough, man. Uh, listen, dude. 140 uh, onward. Hopefully to, to 150. But you said it. More importantly, uh, a sectional title, which would be uh, really, really cool for this program. You said it's been 24 years, man. Longer, than, obviously, than than you've been alive. Um, yeah. So that would be that would be awesome. Uh, congrats to you. Say hey to mom and dad, and uh, and I know we'll be following you in the next couple of weeks here with big big things still to come for Middleburg Boys Soccer. Austin, thank you, dude. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Find the best selection of ski and snowboard equipment and apparel at the best prices of the year. It's Ski-toberfest at Alpenhaus. Grab the family and join us October 12th through the 14th for food, live music, craft beer, games, giveaways, crafts for the kids, and so much more. And in honor of our upcoming 60th anniversary, we'll be turning back the clock and offering state-of-the-art tuning at retro pricing. Celebrate with us at Clifton Park Center and Route 30 in Amsterdam, where we can't wait for you to see our newly expanded showroom. Alpenhouse, run by skiers and riders since 1964. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpenhouse. Uh, this was a fun show. Ashley returns next week, uh, much to the delight of everybody who's been forced to uh, just deal with me this week. Appreciate you guys all hanging out every single week. We've got so many regulars that are part of this show. We appreciate you guys always checking in and watching Honorado and Miller. Have a great weekend. Couple of good college football games on the slate. Enjoy it, everybody. Stay safe.